Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The U.S. Market Update with Money FM 89.3. Good morning, folks. Here's how markets are looking like after it wrapped up the latest session. So we've got stocks falling sharply. And this is after, of course, a tech rally in the prior session sparked by stronger than expected results from NVIDIA. And you have also traders trying to digest the latest Fed speak and also looking ahead to the speech from Fed Chair Jerome Powell sometime later tonight. Looking at the benchmarks, we've got the Dow Jones Industrial Average down around 1.1%, that's about 370 points lower. It is the worst drop for the Dow in five months. The S&P 500 lost 1.4% to close at 4,376. The tech-heavy Nasdaq was the biggest loser, closing lower by 1.9%. And the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq had their biggest one-day loss in nearly three weeks. So for more insights, we're joined by Leila Pence, President and Co-Founder of Pence Wealth Management. Leila, thanks for joining us on the show today. You're very welcome. Glad to be here. Hey, lots of excitement in the markets. But I have to say, it's been quite a choppy week. We've seen markets gaining in the prior session, thanks to some good news from NVIDIA. But that tech rally and rebound seems to be quite short-lived. Yeah, so there's just so much uh, volatility and, and uh, traders are taking profit ahead of uh, Jackson Hole meetings that, as you know, start tomorrow. They don't know what the Fed is going to be hawkish or dovish. or So there was the market actually started out the day quite good. Mm. And then uh, and then there was a report by a uh, medical um, hospital that basically said that AI may not be as accurate in predicting uh, cancer treatments, and that for some reason um, took the AI stocks down and took the market down with it, which is, you know, could be very temporary because any new technology is going to have pitfalls and so forth, mm-hmm. especially something like AI. So, uh, you know, my husband actually was talking to me, as you know, he's a co-founder of the firm, and was saying, you know, uh, when people. When planes started flying, there was many accidents to start with. doesn't mean that that's not the wave of the future. Yeah, quite interesting to see how this is playing out for AI space. And if you talk about NVIDIA, we had a pretty good earnings report and even better outlook. And we saw shares of NVIDIA touching an all-time high before people started to take profit. And the stock just closed higher by 0.1%. So perhaps a sign people are just trying to find excuses to take profit. How bullish are you on the AI rally going forward? Bearing in mind, it's already had a good run. Actually, we're quite bullish. Uh, we think uh, days like this and, you know, big tech in general, uh, you know, we don't get that many opportunities to buy them, especially after the big run they had. But, you know, when you think long term, they're the companies that have the good earnings. They can withstand inflation. They, the demand uh, from consumer spending is still there. And, um, you, you know, you, this is a time to potentially add to positions, especially for investors that have lost out on mm. the earlier gains this year. And, uh, the, you know, maybe a good time to nibble back into some of these companies. You know, we, ne- we never recommend, uh, you know, buying a full position in any one investment just because you don't know where the market is. But certainly when, when you have a correction in some of these like we've had the last week or the last month, uh, it, it is maybe a good time if you are 
require long-term investors to add to your positions in big tech and certainly AI. is It's a future. It is going to change. Leila, I'm curious how you go about picking your AI names. Like you've got this basket. How, what metrics or indicators are you using? Are you looking at momentum? Are you looking at the Magnificent Seven? Or are you looking to get more undervalued plays? Well, I can't really talk specifics, but I can tell you that it's really, uh, you know, definitely the leaders in 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 the space with the potential for earnings and certainly companies that have reported good earnings and have good outlooks. Mm. And uh, you diversify between them. And uh, really, as you know, when, when the space does well, with one company does well, it, it does carry many of the other companies. They move in tandem. So, uh, but certainly... We, we try and pick companies that have the, the best uh, outlook and, and have given them the best forecasts as far as earnings and selling their chips. And so there's a lot of them to choose from. Yeah, Leila, talk about the outlook. We've been hearing some um, caution in how people are forecasting the consumer spending strength going forward. It looks like some folks are cutting back on some fronts. What are you reading into some of the commentary coming through from the earnings? Well, you know, obviously the consumer, the U.S. consumer here was flushed with cash from all the COVID uh, saving that they had. And they've been spending, certainly, especially on travel and leisure. So they still have, uh, as, uh, as far as I know, there's still about $400 billion in excess savings. So they've gone through a lot. But the thing is, they're also making a lot higher incomes. Their salaries have all gone up because of inflation. So, and you have very low unemployment. So you have people working. They're making more money than ever and still have savings. So what do they do? They're going to spend. Now, is that going to slow down? I think hopefully it will a little bit because we do want to slow down inflation so the Fed can actually stop raising interest rates and and potentially reduce rates. So we do need a slowdown. And that's why we're forecasting a uh, soft landing as opposed to a recession, but certainly a soft landing because we do need the consumer to slow down a a little bit on their spending so we can get control of inflation. Okay, so that sounds like people might get pay raises. They might spend more. That could lead to a bigger inflationary pressure headwind for the Fed. Is that something to uh, keep in mind as we head into the Jackson Hole Symposium? Absolutely. This is why the Fed comes out and says they're data dependent because, mm. you know, they're not coming out and saying, hey, we're stopping forever. They're, they're meeting and skipping or increasing rates based on, a, on data. And uh, the consumer is spending. Also, oil prices have gone up lately. So that will start creeping into the inflation numbers. So we're definitely cautious. We think we're much closer to the end of, of the interest rate hike, but and we do anticipate a skip as far as September with the Fed is probably going to skip raising interest rates unless we have some very high numbers of inflation between now and then. But I, I do think they want to see all the interest rate hikes that they've had really start affecting the economy, which it's starting to. You can see the inflation numbers coming down, but we've got to be cautious because consumers do have higher salaries and still have money to spend. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a balancing act here. Yeah, that's like a tough on a call when it comes to rates. You've got a bit of a split 
view with, for example, the Federal Reserve Bank of Philadelphia President Patrick Harkas saying he sees interest rates on hold for the rest of the year and policymakers may have already undertaken enough tightening, perhaps alluding to how there's a lag effect with these policy settings. You've got the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston President Susan Collins saying they may need additional increments, but they are very near a place where they could hold for a substantial amount of time. Then you've got former Fed uh, Bank President of St. Louis, James Bullard, saying a pickup in recent data could suggest that the central bank could do more to hike rates. So there's this ongoing debate from, I suppose, how high to how long. So what is a elevated interest rate environment going to do for stock markets? Will it do much at all? Well, you know, no matter what they do, even if they raise a couple more times, a quarter percent raise is not going to change the tremendously the earnings of these companies. Uh, so, you know, this is why we've had several increases this year where we thought maybe the Fed would actually stop. And it, the, the stock market had continued to do well because a quarter percent increase in interest rate is not like the 75, 75, 75 and the 50 basis mm. points that they had to do to get us to this point. So the market can adjust for that. But we do think at some point in time they will stop. And we do think that uh, maybe rather than, you know, Obviously, we think they're going to skip one month and then look at data, and they're going to be data dependent. And if the data is too high, inflation is coming back, they may raise another quarter percent. But again, the market can live with that. It's not going to be a dramatic increase. And sooner or later, they will pause and inflation will come down. And as you know, markets... Uh, even though they react to things on a short-term basis, but they do look down nine months in advance. And that's why you see the long-term rates are much lower than the short-term rates. So the outlook, even though we have an inverted yield curve right now, is for rates to go down sometime in starting at the end of 2024 or 2025. So we do see that's the future, but we do have to live with maybe a few more hikes until we, they get inflation down to a reasonable level. All right, so perhaps some level of pricing in already uh, with those rate expectations. We've been chatting with Leila Pence. She's the president and co-founder of Pence Wealth Management. Leila, thank you for joining us on the show today. Thank you. You're very welcome. All right, Save Money FM 89.3. And we'll catch up again with you, Leila. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.